Welcome to WRL Broadcast. I am Hate Mail. With me today, I have Bolzy, aka the Ocean, leader of the Quarterbacks. Hello. And um, we're going to talk about not probably not a fun topic, but it depends on how you spin it. But before we get into that, Bolzy, how's everything going with you? You mentioned before we start the call, you just visited mom for the first time yeah, in six months. just visited my mother for the first time in six months. In fact, the first person I've actually, who I know that I've seen since the 24th of March. Wow. <laughs> Except for five minutes when I drove to my friend's house and surprised him and parked outside and literally stood at the door for five minutes talking. So, yeah, a bit mad, really. Didn't do anything. Just literally sat there watching TV. But uh, I suppose you need to spend some time with your family, don't you? I saw my parents for uh, a couple of weeks ago. We we met them for lunch somewhere. And then um, I guess Florida's spiking big time right now, so I probably yes. should be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you What's wouldn't know it. That, then? <laughs> I, do, I, do, I, do, I do kind of like on Google search do for coronavirus second wave in every like a few hours <laughs> to see if there's any any newer information about that but I, I have seen articles in that in florida but there's there's no change to any social distancing or anything like that is there not you wouldn't it's so funny because and i i've been expecting this huge second wave because there is zero difference when you're out and about like you see like one or two people with a mask and that's it like you, really? you couldn't tell that there is coronavirus going on right now all right. That's so it's a little alarming, actually. Yeah. I mean, we've we've been going out to dinner, but we always sit outside because we always bring our dog. So yeah, like it's really no different to us because you see, we can't do that because there's nowhere to go because everything's still closed. Well, in Florida, everything has outdoor seating anyway. Because <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, in outdoors, you'd be okay. Well, you'd hope you'd be okay outdoors. Yours, I mean, I figure you're about as good as you can be if you're going to do it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm ready yes. for it to be over, but yeah. Well, we'll see, won't we? Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I don't. Want to, I don't want to go back to the office. I want to stay working from home. I don't That's like working. What I do home, want to do? So I'm, oh, I'm I love it. I'm ready. I'm able to get work done. That's the thing. We're supposed thing is, though, to go back. I work next too month. much. You what? Sorry. We're supposed to go back next month. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know when we're going to go back. I don't think it's going to be. Um, I think be, I've heard like Christmas. Um, that's what I've heard, but, uh, but yeah, we'll see. I, I have a yeah. feeling it's going to be August, September, or later, but we're yeah. seems full steam ahead for next month. We'll see. Yeah, well, but that's not the only news, is it? That's not why we're here to talk about the coronavirus, is it? So. No, we're not. <laughs> so, let's talk about something even more depressing. <laughs> um, or is it? <laughs> or is it? We'll see. So... As some of you may or may not have heard, AT&T, who owns Warner Brothers, who owns Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment, is selling Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment, or they're intending to sell. And this is from CNBC, who, you know, they they don't publish stuff unless they know for sure. They have very good interactive guy, you know, people. They, and I reached out to Stanner who used to work for them and she's heard you know heard a little bit I'm sure the employees there just like any other merger I've been part of major major mergers with multi-gazillion dollar companies and you don't know until I mean only the executive level people at the highest highest level know until it actually happens but they I'm sure they they've seen this article so they don't know what's going on um 
So a lot of people, I've seen some posts going around. A lot of people are worried that this could mean the end of DC Legends. Which... Well, that does seem to be everyone's first reaction, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean... Which I suppose is not It It could. Surprising. I mean, in, in theory, it could if they decide that it's not doing well or it's not doing well enough or, you know, they'd have to invest too much resources to make it worthwhile. But the one thing I will point to is that Sander mentioned it in the podcast and... This game does, they it surprises them how well it does for, and I, my guess is that they don't put a ton, I mean, kind of obvious, they don't put a ton of resources into the game. So, it's a small team, small group. Uh, some people are saying that this wasn't going to be part of the sale, Warner Brothers San Francisco, but I confirm that Warner Brothers San Francisco is part of um, this package that they would purchase. Yeah, well, I'm just looking at some articles now, and it looks like that the division, or Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment, which is what it's actually called, um, consists of 10 studios, and they'd all be up for... Yeah, and Warner Brothers San Francisco is part of one of of the group. They're one of the smallest ones, because they only have... But one of the IPs for Warner Brothers San Francisco is the Harry Potter, so... Which but they don't actually own that, though, do they? And they don't actually own DC Comics either, according to this article. No, and they don't. Warner Brothers owns those. And some one of the questions that people have is, because Injustice, which is a very big IP, um, what does this mean? And I was watching some videos and reading some different things on that. And when if a company, so if one of the main suitors purchases this, they will gain the rights to that game. Now, what that means is a DC Legends 2 or an Injustice 3, they would have to make a new negotiation because the intellectual property of those characters and everything is still part of Warner Brothers, which is mm-hmm. AT&T. But if they were to purchase these games, they can do whatever they want with those games that they're purchasing because they'll get licensing agreements. The only question that I have, and I would assume would be part of the package, is that games like Injustice and DC Legends constantly come out with new characters. So they'll have to get approval to use new existing characters. But when you're dropping the estimated price for purchasing this is $4 billion, you're yeah. going to work those things out. Because at first, my first thought was, oh, gosh, they you know they probably shut this down. But I was talking to a few people, talking to Joker, looking at some previous you know interactions that happened like this. And what a new company does not want to do. So say, let's just say that Activision Blizzard, who's the one I'd be rooting for most to purchase, yeah. purchases this they're not going to just take these games and then just end them i mean what why would you do that why would you pay you so much money can you imagine if that happened <laughs> yeah i mean why would you what pay would all you that do? money just to end it <laughs> so exactly yeah so i mean granted dc legends of all the grouping you know the games in this group is probably the smallest and i mean just to be blunt it's probably the most likely the one that they would axe if they were to axe any of them but even then think about this they're saying they're in talks so usually when word gets out that means they're probably close to a deal but there's still yeah. regulatory uh, you know whenever there's companies this size purchases this size there's all kinds of things that have to be worked out so it's probably going to be six months to a year before this transaction even finalizes and then having been part of previous mergers and you know just followed a lot of this kind of stuff in my current employment it's usually another year before companies that make these acquisitions make wholesale changes. 
to franchises that they purchase because they want to see how the staff works, how everything works out. Then they'll probably do some reorganizing, rearranging, and we'll probably see some type of changes. We'll either know if the game has a long-term future or we'll know if they're looking to wind it down or potentially end it. So I've got a few questions, actually. So I, I didn't. I started listening to the podcast with Stanley, but then you started talking about American football. And I was like, I have no interest in this whatsoever, so I turned it <laughs> off. And, I, <laughs> and Matt, I don't know if you kept on talking about that, because it's quite a long podcast. Did you actually talk about that, just out of interest? Was it all about American football? Or no, 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 we, we, that was, you, okay. you, they, we actually didn't talk might, about that very long. <laughs> oh, right, I might have to come back to that. <laughs> we just tend to talk anyway, about DC so, Legends yeah, as a whole. Obviously, um, what insight did, did Santa give in terms of the, the health of the game, as it were? She, she gave some insight that it was, it is quite successful. Yeah, she did mention that DC Legends was one of those games that constantly surprised them with how well it would do. Yeah. So. That's because of us, isn't it, really? That's because yeah, of the, I mean... the thousands we spent. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So. But what I have noticed, though, just on that point, we do. I mean, obviously, we, I know there's that tracking website thing. I can't think what it's called now. But I've seen something recently that I don't know if you shared that or if someone shared that on Reddit. You know, where it shows you how much revenue has been made and oh, how yeah, many downloads, yeah. and that's increasing. Mm-hmm. Um, we see in Reddit lots of new players, I think. It seems to me every time I look, there's like newer players um, who are joining Reddit and, you know, playing the game. What about the abs, though? These abs that have been added. Do you think that's, well, how do we know if that's got anything to do with it? But it's quite timely, isn't it, if they've added these ads to the game? It actually makes a lot of sense to me because, think about it, you're a company shopping, you have three big suitors, and they list the suitors as Take-Two, Electronic Arts, EA, and then Activision Blizzard. Electronic Arts owns a lot of very, I would say, people would call it predatory microtransaction-style games, so I really hope it's not EA, because I could see... So what could you? What would be your your view if they took? What's your fear? Because I'm not. I, this is where I don't really know. I just play the game. I don't really look into all the different uh, developers and publishers and whatever. What do you mean when you say that they're quite aggressive in their microtransactions? Well, if you look at the Star Wars version of this game, which you know, in a, a lot of ways, I'm jealous of all the content. But yeah. they, you know, recent there was a big hubbub over there with one of their youtubers who has like 150,000 followers and um he got he got banned one of his accounts got banned because he bought what they call a kraken level account which kraken level account means you spend a hundred thousand dollars a year on the account really? this is what juicy was talking about in chat wasn't it yeah, <laughs> yeah. so they expect their players on average to spend seven thousand dollars a year to stay competitive which is just mind-boggling i mean that you know that puts the biggest whales in dc legends you know it 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 makes us look like jump change so it's i mean yeah that might be doable at my height but that that's to be competitive not to be the top you know the top one percent so i mean it's it's insanity and i know marvel strike force is kind of the same way so on one hand we may get more content than we've ever we've ever seen before we may get um you know, it could be great stuff, but, you know, it, the cost of everything will significantly rise. So it's mm. how bad do you want new content, new everything? 
I, said, I haven't really played. I, I think I played my full strike for about five minutes. Didn't really land it. I, I knew it was quite expensive, so I thought well, I'm playing DCL, so I don't want to, you know, overburden. But let me ask you a question. Uh, so, say DC Legends, you know, one of these companies bought, yeah. and, you know, they released Chapter 9, Chapter 10, Level 100, <clears throat> Gear 12, but there's ra- like the raids we want, not the raids we have. Um, you know, the, all the content you've ever always wanted, but to, you know, be the tippy top, it's going to cost you thousands more than it already does. Mm. That wouldn't work, would it, basically? It would be tough because it you want the work. content, you want everything, but suddenly if you want to stay, you know, top of the food chain, it's outrageous. I, I think I'd still accept it and just have to, you know, restrain myself because... If it makes the yeah, game we all know how better. difficult that is, though, to restrain yourself, <laughs> exactly. isn't it? It's like, seriously, last week I brought myself an extra pack. I wasn't even drunk. It was like a Saturday morning. And <laughs> uh, I thought, oh, she's really good. I'm going to get another one. And then I've just spent on Donna Troy and uh, DOJ as well. So <laughs> well, my dream... I have been quite good with my spending recently. Though. My dream is if Activision Blizzard purchases it, I know a lot of people don't like Activision for some reason, but if you play the Modern Warfare, Call of Duty games, all their microtransactions, for the most part, I mean, there's a few like guns you can purchase that kind of give you a slight competitive edge, but it's minimal. It's all cosmetic. Um, Overwatch, all cosmetic. Hearthstone is the closest thing to a microtransaction you know, mobile game, which I played that for years. You could spend roughly $200 every new season, which is every three or four months. And that would get you everything in the entire game. So when you compare that to DC Legends, it's <laughs> jump change. Well, and you yeah, really exactly. you could spend exactly. nothing and get quite far. And most of their stuff is more cosmetic based. Like it's things you you don't have to have it to be competitive. It's just things if you want it type of thing. So if if you if it did go bad for DCL, obviously, if you say we've got a time frame of eight, 24 months, as you said, that's out my guess. I would, I would say one and a half. Obviously, years and your guess, before we yeah, see big changes. How, what would you expect to see if things were started to go bad for the game? Um, I think we would see, I think we may see new content, which would get everybody excited at first, and then you would see changes to the economy. So suddenly it would be. It would actually some of the things we want, where like Wraith Arena and things would change, to where the heavy spenders have a massive advantage. Like mm. gear, tw- like you would probably see gear twelve roll out, but the difference between gear eleven and gear twelve will be astronomical. And then yeah. the level differences, if you're level, you know, and then you would see wholesale like some a lot of the things we claim we want, but then we aren't. When it actually happens, we may be unhappy <laughs> that we got it type of thing. Be careful what you ask for. Yeah. scenario because it would become very pay to win um and while you want your more powerful characters to be more powerful you don't want it to be where you feel like you absolutely have to you are not going to survive in the game so i think we would see things like that it would just everything would be more expensive way more expensive so i could see that going bad or the worst case scenario in my mind would be they just pull the plug i mean that would be quite that would be bad, wouldn't it, really? I mean, we've got our own little communities, haven't we, in uh, different alliances, and obviously there's the war that's brewing between us and uh, another alliance, and we'll see what happens about that in a few weeks' time. Um, but, you know, you kind of, like, you get, get close, like, fair enough, we're in totally thousands of miles apart, you know, in our alliance, there's those people in the US, people in uh, Europe, 
uh, one person in the Middle East, um, in Asia. But we all, you know, I think we virtually spend quite a lot of time with each other, don't we, really, on, yeah. on the various chats that we have. I know I talk to you guys more than quite... I talk to my wife, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm lucky I'm by myself, so I'm not, <laughs> I don't have that pressure. Um, yeah, I don't think, like, I mean, well, I don't suppose you'd know, do you, really? I mean, they don't do any advertising for it. You know, I mean, there was those few adverts on, on that website, the, the CBR website, a few months back. Um, There's no way to know for sure, but I would no. think my my thought processes on it is that unless they just decide that it's old code and it's more hassle than it's worth, it's also a game that, you know, I've heard this internally, externally, that the game is resource light like it doesn't take a ton of resources to keep the train chugging along so it would kind of be foolish to get rid of it and also i would think if i'm a corporate suit coming in and i'm just looking at numbers okay so i see a game i look at how much it costs to make i look at the return on investment say hey this game does okay with no advertising no you know major updates in for long periods of time other than your typical monthly update. And then they look at the projected or the estimated revenues for Marvel Strike Force. Or, you know, the one positive to Electronic Arts buying it is they have this game, the basically a Star Wars version of this game. And they see yeah. how well Marvel does, and they're like, hey, DC is the closest thing to a direct competitor to Marvel. So why aren't we making anywhere near as much as they are? Let's make it, make a ton of money. I mean, it is the only game that's available on iOS and Android for DC characters. Other than Injustice, Injustice is the only other one. Yeah, Injustice, but obviously that's a wider game, isn't it? Because you've got it on the PS, you've got it on all the the consoles as well, don't you? Whereas this is like, you know, because I don't console game anymore. I've got a, a, a Nintendo Wii U, which was a rather stupid purchase by a person nevertheless, which is sat there, and a PS3. And, uh, I suppose because I've put so much money into this game, it kind of stops me from, from doing anything else, really. I mean, but, when you compare the two I'm looking at, I just pulled up the estimated revenues for Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force averages $6 million a month versus DC Legends, 300000 uh, So <laughs> That's mad, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm sure it caught, you know, they spend a lot more, but it's a huge, huge revenue maker. So you mm. would think that a company would say, hey, you know, we have the infrastructure. Let's do it. Which, what's even crazier to me is I just pulled up Star Wars, which is an old game. Like that game's been around since before DC Legends. Yeah, and it's and they changed s- that. As, sorry, they changed that as well, didn't they? It wasn't that really stagnant, and then they basically re- changed everything, and it's now really popular. Yeah, it was actually that game did for a, a good while. It was, um, they did nothing. Like there was no updates for like a year, and then they. Like went back and reinvested a ton of resources, and I just this is just Google. I'm not even looking at iOS, by the way, for the six million yeah. for Marvel Strike Force. Uh, Star Wars did seven million last month. Wow! So <laughs> if, if Star Wars Star Wars is still that's doing a million more than even Marvel Strike Force, that's impressive. It is, isn't it? I mean, this game's got so much potential as well, isn't it? That's the thing. I mean, I do find it quite stale sometimes, especially. Especially after Rage, I'm just I've got no desire at all to play it. And I think, uh, but that's but, that's where I think that I mean, granted, I'm being an optimist here, and it, you know, anything could happen. But I just think that they have to look at these two brands and say DC's brand 
isn't too far. I mean, it's not as popular as Marvel or Star Wars, but it's not too far off. It's not too far off. And you would think that they would say, hey, if we just invest resources into this. One question that Kage asked me, which was a very good question, was it why wouldn't why wouldn't, you know, Warner Brothers San Francisco or Warner Brothers invest into it? And I would say for two reasons. One, Warner Brothers Interactive is not Warner Brothers itself and AT&T, they're not gaming companies. So this isn't like they they've done well with games that they have, but they're not full-on gaming companies. And secondly, if we're hearing about this reported sale now. I guarantee this has been on the horizon for the last two years. Mm. So DC Legends about two years ago stopped getting major updates. I mean, we've had stuff, but we haven't had anything major. So they're not going to pour resources into a game that they don't. There's no guarantee on a return on investment when you're thinking about selling. I mean, you always you pucker up, you do things like ads to juice the bottom line for with minimal effort, minimal cost. So I, I would think that would be the main reason for it. I mean, granted, there could be other reasons, you know, Warner Brothers San Francisco is a small studio. You know, they, they, if they wanted to do huge additions to the game, they would have to build out the infrastructure. I mean, the platform, you think about how buggy and laggy it was at times during raids. That leads me to believe they're not on like, they would have to upgrade their servers. I mean, it would be a big expense, and they're not going to do that if they're thinking about selling. Well, we'll just have to see, won't we? I think I'll be, other than coronavirus second wave, I shall, I shall now be googling this now as well. Just to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll be paying attention. Just to, to keep, yeah, just to keep. Obviously, you know, as you say these things don't just happen just like that. So obviously it's due diligence, et cetera, et cetera. That has to um, happen. Um, and it looks like yeah. uh, Mr. Josh is ready. So let's wrap it up here. Yes. Yes. Cool. And on our next episode, we have the world famous streamer, Joshua Ars. Well, hopefully he will be world famous if we've got anything to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alright, I will uh, pull into there. Thanks for listening. Hey, I'm Joshua Ars. Thank you for listening to the WROL Broadcast. If you like the show, consider becoming a Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash WROL Broadcast and get early reviews on new characters. And for even more Legends action, check out my daily stream on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Joshua where I'm even teaching the Owl some new tricks.